0: Welcome to episode 24 of Erotic Hypnosis, Tales of Evelina. I am the hypnotic goddess, Mistress Evelina. And just in time for Easter, this week's episode will feature a blasphemous little story called Confessional, with the male parts being read by my house pet. The story was written in 2004 by my hypnoslave, and that is the date of the original copyright. This audio recording is copyright 2007, all rights reserved. For details, read my official copyright statement at hypnosis.st slash podcasts slash copyright. And although the story itself is fictional, I am a real dominatrix, and you can serve me for real. Just visit my websites, dominatrix.st, for live servitude, and Hypnosis.st for telephone sessions and all of my audio and video hypnosis recordings. And now, confessional. Evelina dominates a priest. Evelina confidently strode down the narrow street in front of St. Trinian's Church. She was dressed in a short black skirt and white satin blouse, and her black pumps had impossibly high heels every head turned as she walked by. Not only was the sensual blonde incredibly beautiful, but the sheer grace of her movements attracted lustful looks from every man she passed, and most of the women. As she approached the ornate stone stairway leading up to the giant wooden doors of the old church, she passed a sweaty, heavy-set meter maid, wearing an ill-fitting blue uniform, writing tickets to a line of illegally parked cars. As the sexy blonde pulled on the door to the Catholic Church, she contemplated how long it had been since she had entered such a place of worship. Since her early teen years? She looked around the huge church, spotted the wooden confessional, and walked toward it with an erotic, hip-swinging gait. There were a number of elderly women sitting in the pews, and they looked enviously at the confident blonde as she crossed the church. Her seething sensuality made them think about their own now distant youth. The women could not know that she was on a mission during this unusual visit. The priest, who was assigned to this church, had been guilty of molesting children, both boys and girls. And even though his transgressions had become public, the church refused to do anything about it. The rumor in the parish was that Father Cecil was going to be transferred to an assignment outside of the country so he couldn't be prosecuted by the local authorities. In fact, there was a uniformed police officer who was regularly stationed outside the rectory and the church itself to prevent him from fleeing. But the priest had already observed that there was often a period of twenty or thirty minutes when the police changed shifts that he was left unguarded. That would be more than enough time for him to go to the airport and catch a flight out of the country, which he had already secretly booked under an assumed name. Although a grand jury was investigating him, the local prosecuting attorney had refused to place him under any type of appearance bond. A choice the elected official would probably regret," mused the priest, as he stood in front of the chapel calmly waiting to deliver confession to any penitents who might appear. The beautiful blonde elegantly walked toward the confessional booth, and caught the priest's eye as she entered the tall walnut enclosure and sat down. The priest, in fact, had winked at her as she closed the door. There just might be a chance, he mused, that they could get together before he left the country. Evelina looked around and noticed that the usual dark screen used to separate the penitent and the priest was in place. As she sat down, she said in a firm voice, In the name of the Mother of All Things, her goddess daughter, and the blessed sorceress. A chuckle came from behind the screen.
1: Bless you, my girl. We don't usually use those terms here. This is a very conservative church.
0: In her sweetest, most melodious voice, Evelina responded Forgive you, Father, for you have sinned.
1: I'm sorry, my dear, what did you say?
0: I said it's been years since my last confession, and I have many sins I'd like to discuss with you.
1: What kind of sins, my girl?
0: Well, sexual ones, Father, and they make me very nervous. But just being here in the dark, warm confines of a confessional relaxes me so much. I will be able to talk to you. Does the confessional relax you as well, Father?
1: Certainly. "'My dear, it is a very relaxing atmosphere. "'But please go on and tell me about your sexual transgressions. "'Tell me.'
0: "'His breathing seemed to quicken as he spoke of sex with the young woman. "'Perhaps her seduction would be easier than he first thought. "'Please, father,' the gorgeous blonde whispered in a soporific voice. Just let me relax first, let me close my eyes for a second, and let all the tensions of the day escape, relax, and let all my worries go away, relax, relax, we're here. For an examination of conscience. And as long as you don't deliberately withhold any information, you will be forgiven. But now, let's just relax. The priest immediately noticed that the beautiful blonde girl had a very restful voice and was satisfied just to listen to her talk. For a few moments before he asked any other questions, but her words seemed so confusing. They seemed to be the words he was supposed to be speaking. So relaxing in here, isn't it, Father? In fact, one could easily fall asleep. In such a quiet, restful place, One could easily close one's eyes And drift away on the wings of sleep here, Easily fall fast asleep, Just close your eyes and sleep here, just sleep, sleep. Without even noticing, the priest's eyes were blinking more often as she spoke, and each blink was a bit longer than the one before. All of this talk of relaxation was making him a bit sleepy. He'd just let her ramble on another moment. Then he'd start asking questions about... About... What was he going to ask about? Oh, yes. Sex. Sex. That was it. So relaxed and restful here listening to my voice. My restful, warm, compelling voice. Relaxing voice. But there is one thing bothering you, isn't there, Father? Wouldn't you like to see What I look like. Wouldn't you like to see the face that goes with this soft, relaxing, compelling voice? You can, you know. I won't mind. All you have to do is push back that little screen, and you can see me. You can look at my face, you can look at my eyes, maybe that would help you to relax even more if you were able to see my eyes, to look at me, to satisfy your curiosity. To see just what I look like. To see the beautiful face and eyes that go with this soft, warm, compelling voice. This commanding voice. Breathe in, breathe out with slow regular breaths and think about opening the screen and looking right at me father cecil's hand tentatively reached up to the handle on the screen separating the two sides of the confessional then it fell back to his lap it would be nice to see who was there To see the woman actually speak. To see her lips move. Her voice was so restful. He would like to know what the speaker looked like. She must be beautiful. Her voice was so beautiful. So soothing. That's it, father. Just reach up and open the screen so you can see me. So you can look into my eyes. Open it up. Evelina moved closer to the small sliding door that separated them so her shadow would fall upon the screen. Open the screen. Open it. You know you want to open it, Cecil. "'Just to see me. "'Open it.' "'This time, when he reached up, "'he slid the door open "'and was able to see the woman who was talking to him. "'And she was beautiful. "'And there was a broad, almost evil smile "'on the blonde woman's face "'as she stared back at him. "'Good boy.' You did just as I asked. Now I want you to look into my eyes. That's so easy to do, isn't it? Now that you can actually see me, just look into my deep green hypnotic eyes. Just look. Don't speak. Just look. Father Cecil was confused as to why he opened the door. He almost never did that, but it seemed so logical to do it just now. And the young blonde girl seemed so close to him now, And her eyes seemed so large, so green, so... so something. They were so pretty to look at. And he had a funny feeling in the pit of his stomach as he continued to stare into those eyes, almost a dizziness. You find my eyes fascinating. You find them so captivating. Gaze into my eyes as if they are your whole universe. For soon they will be. My eyes control your very thoughts. My eyes hold your gaze. You cannot look away from my eyes." Her eyes seemed to enlarge, to fill his field of vision. They were all he could see, all he wanted to see. The dizzying feeling increased as he had a sensation of falling into her deep, beautiful, compelling eyes. It's so nice to just keep looking at my eyes, isn't it? Deeper and deeper into my eyes. Deeper and deeper into my eyes. They say the eyes are the window to the soul. If that is true, then I must have a very powerful soul. Mustn't I, Father? Because my eyes are so powerful that you can't look away. Not that you'd ever want to. They are so beautiful. But you can't look away, can you? Just admit it, my dear. You do so love looking into my eyes that you can't look away. Say it. Tell me you can't look away.
1: I... I can't look away he whispered
0: oh that's so good cecil you are giving in to my power aren't you it feels so nice to do just what i tell you you opened the screen you looked so deeply into my eyes, you repeated just what I told you to say, and all that submission to my will makes you feel good and relaxed and so nice, doesn't it? You feel your will slipping away. Feel yourself falling under my control, and it feels so nice, doesn't it, dear? Slowly, the priest nodded his head in agreement. It was so hard to think about anything except what this woman was saying. He couldn't concentrate. In the back of his mind, he knew this was not how a confession should go. But he felt so relaxed and warm, just doing what this beautiful young woman commanded, submitting to her. And now, Father, we are going to make an examination of your conscience. As you stare helplessly into my beautiful eyes, you know you must tell me the truth. You need to tell me the truth about anything I ask. You cannot lie to me. Just look deeply. "'into my hypnotic green eyes "'and tell me the truth. "'Just the truth.' "'Again, the confused prelate nodded. "'Just the truth.'
1: "'Just the truth,'
0: he whispered. "'His gaze was held by Evelina's unblinking eyes. "'His thoughts such as they were, were disjointed, almost random. The lovely blonde mesmerist silently observed her newest victim. His breathing was deep and steady. His hands dangled limply at his sides. A small drop of spittle clung to the corner of his mouth. He was nearly hypnotized. You will close your eyes, and listen only to me. Close your eyes now, the young hypnotist commanded. He blinked several times, trying futilely to focus on Evelina's eyes. Then his eyes rolled up into his head, his eyelids slammed shut, And slowly, his head slumped forward onto his chest. You can still hear me now, my pet. And you know you must answer me truthfully. Tell me, my child. Is it true what they've said about you molesting children?
1: Yes. Mostly altar boys, and some girls, too. I like children, but I've seduced some teenage girls, too.
0: And are you planning to run away from any medical treatment and the civil authorities?
1: Yes, as soon as I am able. The church says they will transfer me, and I know I will find more children wherever I go.
0: Evelina mulled this confession over in her mind. The prosecutor refused to have him arrested. The church was going to protect him, and more children would probably be harmed. Her only alternative was to get him arrested for some offense, and then the publicity would force the police to keep him in custody until the grand jury could return their indictments. A devious plant surfaced in her mind. Open your eyes now, Cecil, and look at me. Look at me. I am beautiful. I excite you. You are getting so hot. Just looking at me, you are filled with desire for me, and your lust for me is growing each second you look at me. Absently, the prelate started to rub his trousers, then to pull at his cock, becoming more and more excited with each word this gorgeous woman said so excited so hot penis growing hard excited just looking at me excites you so so excited so sexually stimulated Lust growing. Desire growing. Mm -hmm. He mumbled as he continued to manipulate his growing member. Isn't your cock uncomfortable? So constricted in your pants. Why don't you just unzip your trousers and let your prick be free? Exactly as the mesmerist suggested, Father Cecil freed his cock and began to rub it as it continued to grow. Had someone opened the door, they would have been startled to see the priest staring at the young penitent, his engorged cock firmly in his hand. "'That's so much better, Cecil.' But I have another command for you. You know you must obey my commands. I have hypnotized you. And you know those who have been hypnotized must obey the hypnotist. Evelina is the hypnotist. Evelina has hypnotized you, so you have no choice but to obey her. Obey, Evelina. Obey. Obey, Evelina. You cannot come. Until I allow it. I see your cock growing as you stroke it for me. It's so hot. So big. So hard. But you will not be able to come until I allow it. Keep stroking your cock for me. Let your excitement build. You want to bring yourself to an orgasm, but you know you can't, until I command it. Oh, he groaned, moving his hand up and down the shaft quicker and quicker, nearing, yet never achieving his climax. Would you like to come for me? Do you want to come for your goddess Evelina?
1: Yes, please, let me come, let me come.
0: Well, you can, my pet. All you have to do is take off your trousers and run out into the sanctuary. There you will see me, sitting with a group of older ladies. Just tell me you want me, Then you can come. But Cecil, my pet, that won't be enough. You have to follow me out the door, and I will be standing next to a meter maid writing parking tickets. Just get down on your knees, say that you love me, and you can come once more. But then, keep stroking for me. I like to see you stroke, Cecil, and you like to obey my commands. The priest's eyes took on a confused look as he stared questioningly at the blonde hypnotist. Just follow my orders, Cecil, and everything will be okay. It may be a sin, but I'll forgive you, my child. Just do as I say, and everything will be fine. I'm leaving the confessional now. I'm disappearing. But you know where I will be. First with the old ladies, and then with the meter maid. If you want me, follow me and show me, slut boy. Completely hypnotized, he followed her instructions, as she seemed to blink out of existence. When he could no longer see her, he took off his pants and trotted out of the wooden enclosure to the gathered group of parishioners, and started stroking his cock. He thought he saw lovely Evelina sitting there amongst them on the pews, and he spoke to her imaginary figure just as he had been instructed. Evelina, still sitting inside the darkened confessional, heard him shouting outside and smiled.
1: I want you! I can't live without you!
0: He yelled. Then, by the sound of the screams, she assumed he had ejaculated in front of the gathered church ladies. Now, Evelina peeked out of the door and saw the priest running out the front door in pursuit of a non-existent, irresistible blonde. She quickly followed him to the open church doors and watched him complete his instructions. He knelt down on the sidewalk in front of the heavy-set meter maid and started to jerk his cock again. Only now he was shouting,
1: "'I love you! I love you!'
0: toward the confused woman. He saw an illusory Evelina standing next to the meter maid, and wanted the sultry blonde to know he belonged to her. Almost simultaneously, the meter maid and Evelina started to communicate with others, to tell them what was happening. Evelina brought her cell phone to her ear and called a reporter she knew to tell him what was going on at the church and the meter maid lifted her walkie-talkie to her mouth and called for police backup. In moments, three squad cars arrived, sirens blasting and lights flashing, and the uniformed officers jumped out of their vehicles and stood in a circle around the semi-naked priest, jerking his cock while shouting I love you to the now laughing meter maid. It was quite a spectacle. Only a few minutes later, a reporter pulled up and started taking notes. The headline in the morning paper read, Pervert Priest, Locked Up for Public Indecency. And the accompanying story described how the prosecutor's office had decided to incarcerate Father Cecil after they found his airline tickets in the discarded trousers. Less than a week later, The prelate had negotiated a stay in a local hospital until his trial on both the flashing and child molestation charges. He would be treated, and he would be tried. The church released a public statement discussing the financial settlement they had made with the victims of Cecil's improper behavior, and also announced that he would no longer be in a position of public contact. The prosecutor proudly announced that he had scheduled a trial so the priest would be forced to confront his behavior and the children of the community would once again be safe. But there were a few senior citizens from the parish who knew the real story.